Hello, my name is Miranda H.P. And I'm Connor Calloway. And we are the Bountiful Bards. Please join us in our first ever recorded D&D campaign, The Fountains of Cathedra. It goes to move the shield, its hand reaching at its belt. And you said you're going to hold in your action for what now? Shatter. Do you cast Shatter? Yeah. Okay. It has blind sight. I'm sorry. I figured. So it has to roll a dexterity saving throw? You got, hey, you got the jump uh, on it. Constitution. Yes. So it's a constitution saving throw. And you said you're going to use Shatter? Yes. Isn't it double damage against constructs? A creature made of inorganic material has disadvantage on the saving throw. There it is. And I rolled a two plus. Doesn't matter. Three. Unless it has like a 15 to save. It's there you toast. go. So it goes to move. You see it look directly at you. Uh, all the lights, the whole hallway illuminates with red and you f- immediately feel an eerie- eeriness. It goes to move its shield across on its left arm, reaching with its right. It pulls forth its sword and goes to make its first step. And then you reach out your hand, bringing forward the keys and play shatter. <laughs> <laughs> Roll the damage. Uh, 10, 11 points of damage. 11 points of damage. Okay. Oops. Oop, oop, oop. Sorry. A non-magical object that isn't being worn or carried also takes the damage if it's in the spells area. So if there's anything in the hallway, like decorative bric-a-brac, shit's toast. <laughs> you know, okay. So it has magic resistance, which means it has advantage, but then you get it a disadvantage. What's your spell save, DC? 15. It still fails because I rolled a 10 plus 3 of 13. So good job on that. As you cast Shatter and you do that and you shoot out your hand, not only do you see it rack the body of the construct and you see just brittleness just come across its armor, you blow it out the back window as you collapse the floor it's standing on, the wall behind it, and the wall to either side, and it steps and falls backwards and you hear a whoom as it hits the ground heavy, taking an additional four points of damage. You have knocked it out of the basically out of the back wall window it was behind, and it has fallen to the ground. Okay, I'm going to your turn. Run to that office, mm-hmm. and um, I'm going to spend a spell slot to cast detect magic instantly. Okay, you detect magic on the other side. Instantly. What do you mean? On the you, other side of the room? Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, on the other side of the door. The That's your action. Okay. What's your What's your movement? Well, I had to get to the door. Are you gonna get? Are you gonna go inside? Yeah. As soon as you go inside, you hear downstairs the breaking of a door, as whatever that thing was has started to make its way back inside the building. On its turn, you can hear it stomping across the lower floor. As soon as you open the office door, it's your turn. What do you want to do? I'm going to... You see a beautiful desk in the middle of a room on top of an elegant carpet. You see a few chest of drawers and you see a large chef robe in the corner as well and beautiful paintings on the wall also of people that look like they're in some type of government officiating clothing. Great. Uh, where's the blitz? It's in the desk. I'm going to go to the desk. You run to the desk. Um... Mage hand, open 
drawer. You reach your mage hand out. You grab the drawer. You open one. There's paper. You riffle a little bit. There's nothing. You can hear the thing starting to come up the stairs. You open up the next one. And lo and behold, you do see on top what your blip is. And it's a disc about the size of a dinner saucer plate um, that has the exact same carving as the sigil you saw in front of the lock there. It also has a note uh, taped to the top of it. I'm going to grab the AOL CD and I'm going to defenestrate myself. Okay. You go out, out the window. Okay. Yeah. As you go to grab it, you hear this storming. You turn to the window. How do you break the window? Is it locked? It's just a window. You push it open. Yeah. All right. Shove it both hands. You push it open. You turn to your right and you see this helmed horror step around into the room and its shoulder breaks the door. Uh, frame as it starts striding in to come over at you and you defenestrate which means to toss yourself or to toss someone out a window out a window roll me a dexterity saving throw it's a thing again what thing did it do the cock yeah i probably shouldn't say that it's cocked it was the exact same roll anyway okay um dexterity saving throw Yes. Saving throw, saving throw, plus four to 14, so 18. 18. You hit the ground, you roll. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a D4 of damage instead of the D6. You take one point of damage as you hit the ground and roll. You get up, and what do you do now? As you look back up and you see that the Helmed Horror is looking down on you, and it seems to be trying to put both hands on the window as if to step out of the window. You run, double dash, gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me see the movement speed of a Helmed Horror. Har, Helm Tar. Wait a minute. This thing can fly? Fuck. I didn't know it could fly. The thing doesn't fly. <laughs> or that would have messed up that entire epic scenario. So, as you were running away from <laughs> That it, part got deactivated with the shutdown. Absolutely. There was no funding for a- it. Absolutely. And they were like, who's going to need this? That's annoying anyway. Yeah, who wants to put a flying component in this thing? Besides, we don't want it to be above us. Uh, where do you go running? You do have... Towards the tower. Oh, you go running towards the tower? Well, I've got the key. You do have the key, um, but that it's going to see you go that way. You also have the yeah. apartment buildings and stuff. You can duck in and probably hide and then lose it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to... So which side of... I don't mean of, to play for you there, but I just... You know, we kind of forgot about the surroundings. I could tell. Which side of um, the building did I come out of? The you top, definitely came bottom? out on the, on the northern part, and you have okay. the buildings to your left. You're in kind of the parkish-looking area. Great. I'm going to basically dash my happy ass around the side of the buildings. All right. So you do so. Roll me. I want you to roll me a stealth check with advantage. <laughs> you had enough distance in front of you. Another natural 20? Yeah. Give me that die. No, it's I'm a gonna, different die. I'm going to eat that it's die. It's a different die. Oh, it's a different die? Yeah. Are you lying? No. No, it's don't that you, one. Don't look, you hoodwink me. It's that one. I believe you. I don't have to look. It's the bluish silver one that you gave me. You... Dash across the street, get to a building, squeeze between the alley, take a left immediately, look around, you don't see nothing, you're kind of panicked, you look back, you see the thing is storming across the park, running in your direction, you run across the street to the other side, able to find a door, jimmy it open, shut it behind you, climb the stairs up into the second, third floor, you quickly go to a window and you look out the side. And you see the helm order, horror, it's red light casting like a beacon, uh, like a... um, like a searchlight on the ground. It does not seem to know where you are as it slowly God, the turns. The dial-up sound has followed it. Yeah, it slowly turns to leave. Um, Good job. I'm going to read the note on top of the, the CD-ROM. It's, it reads in Radian, The Grand Lifts have been shut. 
No word from the high tier office. I'm doing my best to keep people calm. What's with that storm building? Red clouds? I'm sure the six will handle it. So there you go. Okay. So what do you want to do next? Murderous Iron Man has walked away and I'm good, right? I mean, you believe so, yeah. All right. So I'm going to take a minute and just kind of like, whew. Then I'm going to take a rest. A long rest? Um, yeah, I think so. Because I feel like there's a lot of data to mull over and I don't know what's in that tower and I don't know if it's going to try to murder me. Okay. So I'm going to just chill for a bit and then, yeah, give myself a nice long rest using my song of rest. Okay. That doesn't sound like a bad idea to me. Um, the furnishings in this room are very simple yet nice. There is a nice sofa that you could lay out on. There is a bedroom as well that has a nifty looking bed, but if you feel better sleeping outside where you can hear other stuff, that'll be fine too. I don't want to be in some weirdo's bed. I don't know who was here before. <laughs> I understand. Um, you're able to drift away quite peacefully, I would say. Um, you don't have any other, excuse my chair screech there. You don't have any other possible problems going on, I would say. No rolls needed or anything like that. Still very eerie. The next morning, you wake up to your name once again being called, as it has many times before. A voice you do not know. Followed by a voice you do know, saying, Leah! Leah! It's, it's been ten hours. Are you still okay? What's going on? I'm doing well. I'm trying to get out. Have found potentially a key to unlock my ability to get out. A key. Fascinating. Okay, we'll be ready on this side if, it, if we're able to get through again and we'll meet you. Be safe. That was from your brother as well. Roger that. Over now. So. Or the essence of that. Your mentor checking in with you once again just to make sure that you're fine since she got her message spells back as well. Um, can I have put some of your spells into your, yeah, yeah. yeah over the, before you went to bed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What, what spells did you want to put into your, uh, symphony of ivory to your pian your magical piano? I think I'm going to put chromatic orb. That's one spell slot. Yeah. You have two spell slots left to put store stuff in. I'm going to do healing word. Ooh, that's a good one. That's first level as well. Uh-huh. It's an action to use those. Right. And I'm going to put another healing word. So two healing words mm -hmm. and chromatic orb. Yes. You found out last night that while you were playing and as you were conjuring up the spells just to make sure you could do it appropriately, moving the chords from your lute to your piano, you could see that you would build up that. And then before it ever let go, you're like, some motion you can make with the magical keys and all of a sudden it absorbs into your jewel that you're now wearing on your chest that stores, you know, your magical item. And you saw it filled up about one third and you're able to put two other magic pulses of light inside of there. They eventually died away. So it looks like a mundane jewel that you're wearing, but you were able to kind of basically read that. Okay. This can hold some magic to it. This will be very useful. <laughs> Bitch has a record feature. <laughs> yeah. It has a recording feature. 
<laughs> just like my actual keyboard does. Right. It does. It can record two songs on there. I know it can. So what now? Well, um, I will have, you know, reread and read and reread that note a few times. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like. Sort of this um, going over anything that I've been told previously when I talk to our, our lethal goblin friend. Okay. Um, to see uh, Eklar, to see if like there's anything that kind of triggers. Like, do I remember anything historically about the six? Like, did anything Ooh. show up? Roll me a history check. Uh, 19. Nothing about the six rings a bell. Okay. Well, does anything else like the, the red storm, anything? No, it does not. Okay. Now you can ask him. You have a spell where you can reach out to him and ask him now. Or you could do it in the future. I don't think I need to know it right now. Right. Does it seem to be... If in a safe, in a, at a safe point, you could probably magic, magically ask him to elaborate if you needed him to. Yeah, but I don't think it's like essential to right now. That's that's more like meh. It'd be good information to know in the future because that sounds interesting. But right. I'm not going to waste a spell slot on that at the moment, because um, that is a third level spell. I'm good. <laughs> so okay, so I'm going to get up from the couch. I wonder if they have anything in the fridge. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> there is no fridge. And these people thought they were advanced. There's some fruit, though. And it's fine. Is it? I'm asking you. Do you take a bite of it? No, does it look rotten? Is it? Nope. Looks pristine and fine. Yeah, why not? Okay. You munch on some tasty fruit that you've never had before. I'm going to keep the seeds. And there's some bread and cheese as well. Of course. Yes. And you keep the seeds. Of course you do. Well, yeah, just in case. Like, because, you know, I figured I could show it to Theo. No, I understand absolutely. And at the very least, you know, be like, hey, look what I found <laughs> somewhere. Somewhere. <laughs> so, what now? And then I'm going to poke my head out the window. Okay. Just kind of look out. All right. Is Murder Iron Man out? Perception check. 14. You do not see anything in the streets. Everything is still, it's still daylight. I figured it was. There was like no nighttime change when you went to sleep. Thing, yeah, yeah, it was constant. It's like being in Alaska. All right. Um, I'm going to inch out the door and very, very quietly take a non-direct route. Like try to basically, I want to go around from the other side so that I'm not entering the. Yes, you want to go to the ocelot. Oh, no, excuse me, I forgot what I named it. You want to go to the pillar in the center of the city? Yes, but I'm I'm going around like so. Miranda, I'm well aware Leah will take the most. Circumtuitous route? <laughs> yes. You do not have to tell me that every time. I know that's what she's going to do. Well, you, I mean. Leah does not take direct routes anywhere. He's like, all right, the quickest way to get to that house is go across the street. Okay, I'm going to catch a bus to downtown. I'm going to ride the train back to uptown. And then I'm going to get on a, do- uh, on a boat that's going to come down the river and drop me off back at downtown and take a plane to France and then come to downtown from pa- France. I understand how Leah wants to go about things. Because the funny thing is, is like the one time I do something direct, you're like, you immediately die from 75,000 assassins <sighs> that pop out of nowhere that saw you directly. You hit. are before the pillar with the red band of magic lock. Of a magical lock around it. What would you like to do? Is there a place that looks like I should insert the CD into the CD drive? No. But if you were to guess, roll me an arcana check. 
Yes, if I'm going to guess, that was a really good roll. Plus five. 18 plus five. You would probably put it on the giant sigil. Just touch it to it. Okay, it's like a past thing. All right. Yes. Boop. I put the note away in my bag of holding, so it's not on it anymore. There's a deep gong that reverberates through the whole city, and you kind of look around very worried that other things here could have heard that and will come scurrying towards you. Who knows? They might. It reverberates on and on until eventually it just dies away. And then you hear the... <laughs> as the two doors open inward into darkness. You're what do so you do? really good at that sound effect. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> Does the light turn green? The light vanishes. It completely dis... I didn't go over that. I'm sorry. It dissipates and the bands fade away. And stick my head in. Does it have emergency poof, poof, poof lighting that pops up? Or <laughs> Inside the oscillate is a shift in tone. It is dark. The little light there is comes from an unknown source from the wall. You look up and see nothing but darkness. There are four great pillars that reach... Until you don't know where. You'd have to move closer to see anymore. And what'd you call it? The oscillary? Uh, I, the oscillate? oscillate? O-S-C-I-L-L-A-T-E. Oh, so like it goes back and forth. It moves from one point to another. That is what oscillation does, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, so I will... Head inside. The there are, as you move closer, you, you, you can see there's three other doorways, just like the one you opened. There's four pathways into this pillar, and they're all shedding light now. You can see as you move closer to the center of the room, there are a few large pieces of rubble here and there. Um, rocks the size of houses. You don't quite understand why, but this place feels dangerous. Every inch of it screams to turn back, except for something in the dead center. There is a small floating column, pillar, just no larger than a foot, no taller than four feet or so, of golden energy floating there. You don't quite understand it. The light feels familiar. But how can that be? It even feels warm to you, though it is so far away. It becomes, it beckons. It calls. You have this urge to move closer. That little light outweighs the insurmountable aura of danger. So do you move closer? Yeah. As you do. The doors shut behind you and leave you in nothing but darkness and that golden little ray of light in the center of the room. Well, I'm going to try not to step on anything that looks like it will obliterate me, but yeah. As you move closer still, you hear a voice whisper. Leah. Is and it that voice I've been hearing? It's that voice you've been hearing. That same voice from your dreams. But with your next step, you stop. 
you hear something above you. Looking up, you try to focus your eyes on what could be the source. It sounds like metal grinding on metal. You see sparks from scrapes on the columns high up. And finally, eight red lights appear as if scanning for you. There's more movement and you finally see what's there. The golden light diminishes to barely a sliver as a giant mechanical spider skitters down the wall, its eyes focused on you. Roll for initiative. It's always a fucking spider. It's a boss battle. I hate giant spiders. I know you do. Thank you for listening. Please leave a review anywhere you found us. You can reach out to us on Twitter at Bountiful Bards. We hope to see you again on the civilized road. And bring bread and cheese. As the story goes, until then. <laughs>